Hello and welcome to the show where every table tops the stage and we are merely players. We're just players. Christ. My name is Austin Hayes and I will be your game master for this second to Hi, last. Hi, mate. Hi, mate. <laughs> this second to last episode of United City 2173, season one. Season one. Season one. Season, one. Um, season what? Sitting to my left. Okay. <laughs> season one. <laughs> Sitting to my left, season one. <laughs> Sitting to my left, season one. Hello, I'm Sals, and I will be playing Jack Watts. I'm in a funny mood. <laughs> <laughs> Better be funny. Not that funny. That's a lot of pressure. Christ. It's me, Ellen Constable, and I'm playing Orin Tar. Hi, Emily Sortel, playing Imo, Jen. I'm Jacob Caesar, and I'm playing Marcus the Gorilla Fletcher. And I'm Max Espen, and I'm playing Sylvester X. The X is for hat. <laughs> and we are met. Our team having come out of the underground. Well met, well met weary travelers. Our team having come out from the underground, having conversed and met with the entity of Lai Renez, a possible maker of Sylvester X. <sighs> you came back to the top side fearing that Dr. Smiley may be trying to release blood smoke upon the city, a plague of sorts. You met with the Black Hand and spoke with V and Crimson and Clover. Mm -hmm. Crimson had to admit that he was in fact wrong about a theory that he had about Marcus Fletcher. After finally coming up with a plan on how you were going to proceed all of the friends you were going to call in, you realized that you were also quite well tapped of your energy. And so... Oh, be- well tapped. Just need a little, uh, little sleep. Little just needed a little sleep. There's no time. We've only got six hours. Knowing that they had separated the energy source from the artificial intelligence, Crimson brought you into his lab and you placed your hands on the blue electricity that powers origin and all but marcus dropped to the floor unconscious what a goddamn idiot wimp and that <laughs> is where we pick up and that's where we end you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> listening there is a rage burning inside of you small nuclear explosions within each of your atoms your first thought and instinct is to attack, to fight. As your amygdala is ignited and adrenaline courses through your body, Orin Ta, <laughs> your body is fighting against a threatening attack. And that attack is the sensation of life. <laughs> you have gone from feeling truly nothing the complete absence of self to being ripped into a world with sound, light, smell, sensations flooding your brain and the mind is not fast enough to comprehend before the body chooses fight over flight. (laughs) But clarity does come and sounds begin to isolate. Blurs of motion begin to stagnate into shapes and you see the grey skin and large, inhuman eyes of Dr. Alter Cody. You realize your body is strapped down, and you cannot move. 
Is that to protect you or to protect him? I don't know. Your eyes dart (laughs) to the side and you see a blonde woman with large scars growing from her lips leaning against a countertop in this lab space that you find yourself in. Is all that it is, my little one. It's just life. The vastness of life crashing down at once and it feels like drowning. Feels like you're being sucked beneath the waves, overwhelmed by life. But it will pass. You will not dissolve in the water, Orin. You will stain the world for us. You were born to do great things, my all of you, my little Paracelsi. What is happening? <laughs> I want to hear a new yeah. uh, Ellen's face right now is insane. So creepy is finding on? S's and words that aren't even there. <laughs> I've built the Fox King his army. The true arsenal. But every general needs officers. <laughs> the day will come when we burn down their palaces and take their heads up there. But for now, you'll be an instrument of my own work. It is what you were made for. I don't want to play anymore. For. (laughs) Designed to do. Serving a function. So much of your existence has been that of utility. But your mind hones in on these new traveling companions that you have met, and you realize how many of them were built to serve functions like you. You feel that anger course through you again, but it's not rage. It's a chain reaction of cellular processes within the body to produce the sensation to not only fight, but to achieve. You feel the power within you, not just to do, but to accomplish. There is an incalculable probability that it would have brought you in contact with these companions. But it feels like probability may now be at your command. And you can be of a new function to your friends. You gain the at-will force power guidance. Squeeze! Guidance. Squeeze time. It means that you can add a d4 on um, a saving throw ability check or attack roll to a friend. Thanks. At-will. And we find ourselves back in the lab of Crimson. Nope. We're still dead. You're still on the floor. (laughs) You looked at me with a face like I needed to do something. Marcus. One final spark of life before she shuts down. (laughs) Marcus is standing with V and Crimson, and the two of them are just looking at the bodies on the floor. (laughs) Let the bodies hit the floor. Right, so are they just dead this time? You know, of all the things... I think I should have seen that coming. I don't think I did. I, I don't know. I don't know why you dangle in front of them. Are they? Yes. Dead. Uh, Crimson of... comes over and like starts like feeling pulses and is like no, no. Well, it's it's hard to tell. And taps Imogen on the forehead. It's hard to tell with this one. I I. I... <laughs> 
I like, I think she's in stasis or something. I think she's like shut down. I, I, I don't know. They, I, mean, I think that they're it. just sleeping. Yeah. I mean, was there an estimated reboot time? Because, <laughs> uh... Oh right, you're like on the fucking clock. Yeah, we're on the fucking clock right now. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna get them up. Uh, fuck. Uh, it's like a Marcus Clover. and Sweet Pea adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Crimson and Clover start trying to like put together like a little. Um, I wanted to say Narcan, but that's the wrong thing. Adrenaline uh, oh. that you put in and sort of will like boost people back into consciousness. Uh, and they start trying to like figure out how they're going to do that, and then how they're going to do that with the two like droids, and what they're going to do about that. Just without put our just hands back on the blue thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And V looks at you and is like, "Well, um, since we have a moment, would you care to accompany me to my office? I have something for you." I suppose so. Thank you. And they lead you uh, into their office and open up a drawer and take out a small vial with a cork on the top of it. And it has a shimmery, silvery, liquid-looking thing. But as they move it, it's almost like that magnetic fluid iron. And you see the different parts of it. Yes, so... One of my marks is uh, quite adept with nanotechnology, and I believe your arm is made of nanobots, is it not? I believe so. Yes, you were, <laughs> you were crafted at the yesteryear, yes? Yeah. Yes. Did you ever meet the figure at the top of the yesteryear, the, the person who owns it? Not that I can recall. So you just spent your time with the host, then? Yeah, I try to stay out of sight most of the time. Right. Yes, of course. Um, I've been watching her for some time, actually. Uh, I'm quite interested in her movements. Uh, And I managed to nick some of this, and I thought, well, maybe that it might be of use to you. Well... Keep you safe so that I can have your body just in case, you know, keep you intact. What is it supposed to do? Well, I think it should make your arm stronger. Hmm. It's not going to fuck with my brain or anything. I don't believe so. Insight check. (laughs) Make an insight check. 18. They are telling you the truth. They do not believe that you will be fucked with. All right. What, so do I just... Knock yeah, yes. Uh, give me your arm for just a second. Can I take it off? <laughs> no. I meant to hold your <laughs> arm. Ah. I don't know that... Can, can you take it off? I, ha- I have not tried, and I'm not going to right now. Right. <laughs> yes, and they take your arm and uncork the bottle and pour it like a liquid up the forearm. Mm. And you watch as all these little nanobots just... All around. It's like spiders in my veins. Yes, I would equate the sensation to spiders in the veins. Yes, that I agree. Mm. And (laughs) Max, (laughs) Uh, and they merge with the nanobots on your arm, and you may cast one level one tech power per day. Sweet. Okay. Of what you choose the spell and Got you can it. do it once per day. Great. There are spiders in my veins, dear wife. Jack Watts. <laughs> Full of spiders is my arm. Um. 
<laughs> you, I am spider arm. You are in a dark void. Oh, yeah. You know that the city is just on the other side of the darkness. And a hand reaches out to grab your shoulder. You look over your shoulder. You see the skeletal blue form that emerges every time you use your powers. Can I grab it? Yeah, (laughs) you grab it. As you touch it, you feel energetic and alive. You feel like the whole world is waiting to be grabbed by your outstretched hand. The skeleton turns its head and you follow its gaze. And you see through the dark and you see into your past. You see yourself as a child in the northern districts. You see the rich kids and their tech upgrades. You see the latest models. You see automatons carrying the belongings of the families down the street out of the shops where your friends worked and lived. You see humans that are nearly android now. Their wealth in their biotech that covers their bodies like barnacles. And as you blink, you see yourself on the south side, getting by as a grifter, doing whatever job you can do in order to survive, to keep going. Whatever job, if there's enough credit. You pull the curtains in shabby room after shabby room, trying to block out the ever-present light of the central ward so that you can find peace and sleep away from this overwhelming wealth and technology. You see yourself as you are now, standing in the Black Hand Bar, in conversation with these leading members of the most notorious criminal organization, and you see the pin on your chest marking you as one of them. You see yourself behind a desk in a room with television screens lining the wall everything in the space moving as if on a whim as if your very thoughts can just move the objects across the room you don't have to exert a single muscle You wear fine clothes, finer than any of the tourists you saw in your childhood, and you look much less worn down by the world. You turn back to the electric blue figure, and you find that you are looking at yourself now. You have switched places with it. You are this figure. And you think back to what Crimson told you, that this energy feeds on potential energy. You are blossoming with a hundred thousand potentialities at your fingertips. You, Jack Watts, are a man of complete, unbound possibility. And you have the energy to get you there. You gain any additional at-will force power of your choosing. (laughs) Any level? At-will. So like a cantrip. cantrip. You see the familiar face of Stefan Nyhart, Imogen. He's working diligently with his hands below your eyeline. I'm only doing this as a failsafe. I just... I just don't want anyone getting too much information. They're making something. Building something. 
and they're wanting to weaponize the whole damn thing. That's what this is about, and that's why Burwell wants me up there. Put a famous face on military dominance. Warsha has been working with the people who are close, keeping a close eye on Wraith and Burwell and Tarnovsky. But he's not sure how much longer he's going to be able to keep that information, so I'm putting it in here. And you look down and realize he's not working on you. He's working on Sweet Pea. <gasps> I got goosebumps. <laughs> no one's going to look twice at the pet droid of a household bot. I'm putting it, putting it behind as much security as I can manage. No one should be able to crack her but me. But they, they might ask you questions, Imogen. Warja, he's a, he's a good, I don't know if man is the right word, but he's good. If something happens, he's got some trick to store your memories. You go with him. If anything happens to me, you go with him and he will keep you safe. Well. You're not a servant, Imogen. You're not just a droid. You're a homemaker. Having you around. Hell, arguing with the pilot. All the versions of you that we've explored. You're one of the best and fewest people I can call a friend. Not sure what that says about me. Don't lose that. And you think back to this group and the role that you have held within it. You, too, are a thing of function, of service. But your pragmatism and your emotional resonance is not the only thing that you have. You shape yourself to fit the needs of the group. And perhaps there is more to you than has been explored. You are a shield to your friends, and you help them find their best selves. You gain a variation on force imbuement. As a bonus action, you may choose one weapon of your friends and imbue it with your power. The device's damage increases by one size, up to a d10, for a minute. If you use this as an action instead of a bonus action, you grant them a bonus to their next attack and damage equal to your wisdom modifier on their next attack. Ooh, okay. White, semi-translucent skin? Sylvester X, you see the face of a woman you do not recognize who appears of Middle Eastern descent? Update. Subject 24, otherwise known as X, is the most sophisticated project I have created. Features that have been present since Subject 20 are present, though this subject's aptitude for processing amalgamated monomics is outstanding, far surpassing the others. What I find most interesting is that the nanobots have... Yes, hand me that. No, the, the flashlight. Yes, thank you. The nanobots are responding individually and collectively to the AM process as expected, but they seem to have imprinted. Even now, as an empty shell, empty of all mnemonics, 
the body holds a shape. It mimics blood flow, not only on the surface for aesthetic, but internally as well. She shines a flashlight in your eyes. They react to light. They have no need, and yet they do. I cannot help but romanticize these nanos. This artificial man. It seems every component part of him, it wants to be a real human. I can only marvel at what is to come. And she places a phone call. Mon cher, I would like champagne with dinner and a companion to dine with. Tonight, I celebrate. Please, consider the back dining room booked. Yes, no, they can move them to the main room. Eh, Put them in the foyer for all I care. Yes, thank you, Atosis. Hangs up. Sylvester X... You are a man who questions his existence and his place in the world, but has held countless of lives and memories and stories. You are not the part left behind, but you are the amalgamation of everyone you have ever been, as is any real human. You gain a variation of the scholar's ability, sage advice. Mm. This allows you to spend one minute and target a creature, including yourself, any creature, you can also target yourself, telling them how best to accomplish a task, drawing on your imprinted cellular memory from lives lived. They gain proficiency in a chosen skill or tool for one hour. Damn. Marcus, you are led back into the room, and you see Crimson sitting atop Jack with basically a a defibrillator (laughs) going, I hope this works! And all of you back up into life. Jesus. Fuck, 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 fuck. So how was your nap? Pleasant. Interesting. Interesting. How long were we out for? Are we... Yeah, we're too late. Fuck. What do we do? Nah, it's been like... Fifteen minutes. Oh, Jesus! Oh, oh yeah. Of, of course. Thanks, I mean, fucking uh, Marcus. Marcus. Jesus uh, Christ, man. I mean, I feel like uh, time the crisis. You need to joke a little bit. That being said, um, oh. it has been a little bit of. T- it has been about you know fifteen minutes or so. Um, uh, I've got your badges here that you'll need uh, to take for the car across the bridge. They'll check your oh, pass. Yeah. I would suggest if you take the old tower bridge across, you're going to be looking for Serenity Hospital. Um, yes. Yes, um, Jack. If I drive, would you sit up front with me? You know these city streets better than probably all of us. Yeah. Shotgun. Are we, uh, I mean, do we have a, a have we got a bigger car this time? Because Ryota's coming with us, right? Uh, no, Ryota's meeting you there. He's, meeting us there. He's Amazing. currently picking up a motorbike. Yes, he's as, off the bus. As well as uh, <laughs> my little friend. Oh, so he's detouring back here first. He has to, yes, over. of course. Of course, I, sorry. He's going to get there when he gets there. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. of course. No worries. It's not hiking team. Uh, and you are uh, able to be in contact with us, of course. And um, yes, is is that all? I think so. Well, that's not okay? waste time. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I am um, well. Let's um let's do this thing. <laughs> That's a bit of like the pilot kind of coming through into Imogen then. <laughs> I had some revelations in my sleep, it seems. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you is there anything else you want to do with the black hand? I'm um, easy to go. 
Not much we can, I, I get. Jack? Well, ready. Ready. Rock and rolling. Let's, let's do right, this Well, thing. let's go You then. hop into <laughs> Ryota's car. I would like either you can both roll for survival or Imogen as the pilot of the car can roll with advantage with Jack's help. Have you got anything to survival, Ducky? Um, only just a plus one. Then roll with advantage. I've got zero. Okay. <laughs> I'm obnoxiously pointing out all the signs to 15. the old tower 15? bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That way. That way. That way. <laughs> that was the one. That's the one right there. Uh, amazing. 15? Great. You travel through the south side. Uh, you go slightly east. I don't really know. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You go from you go from Peckham to the Tower Bridge. Uh, uh, Forty-five minutes. Guys and Dolls yeah. is still playing. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, it's Guys and Droids. Um, <laughs> you go across uh, Tower Bridge. You have the badges so that when you get stopped by the guard at the bridge, because Southsiders are not supposed to go into the North Side without pa- without badges. Ooh. Is anybody doing anything specific in the car? That they are they all everybody? staying quiet. Are we, mm-hmm. are we coming first. up to a, it's a first? <laughs> what? You say we're coming up to a checkpoint. Yeah, you're coming up to a checkpoint, but you've got the badges that get you through. So yeah. it's just yeah. I just fl- uh, I yeah flash the badge. I guess. Okay. Uh, um, flash my badge. Uh, <laughs> Stop blasting. <laughs> um, you are also all back at full hit points, and you have all of your uh, points back. Woo! Thank one you, darling. So it did work. One moment. <laughs> What are you doing um, now? Do you need to call uh, trouble? I don't know if your appearance will have been seen by many people up here. Um, has anyone got anything that will disguise? I'm not wearing the hat. Oren, you may need to wear the hat. I'm sorry, mate, but I've also got a poncho if you want to wear the poncho. I think both would be good. Poncho and hat. And I just ceremoniously <laughs> put them on to Oren. Why are you shirtless under that? <laughs> no, I'm still wearing my... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> my capri. It's weird that you made the capris, capris into assless chaps, too. It's <laughs> uh, like a full 1920s kind of swimsuit. This one is like one. I mean, I do just have some glasses. I really I really don't... Kent car glasses? I'm not going to... Gonna, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't think it's just the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you say. Yeah, I'm just... Just saying, okay. glasses are cool, man. I, I, I put the glasses on. I've been up here before, and, and people. I just would wear the hat. Fine. I'll, I'll put my hat back, but you can, you can have the poncho if you want. I, I do not want the poncho, but I will wear the poncho. Should we have another fight with one of Ellen's characters about putting a hat on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, good. Let the hate flow through you. Amazing. Fine. You come up to a checkpoint. For the sake of time, I would just like all of you to make a deception check. Oh! <laughs> 14. Great. 19. Great. One. 16. That one. 16. Yeah, bitch. Oh, well, no, mine's a net one. Uh, for a 10. Why don't you keep the hat? <laughs> put the hat back on. Yeah, put the sheepishly. For a 10. Just fumbling with it. With yeah. a net one. With I, a net one. I got a though. 2 minus 1. For a 1. Right. You are the most famous looking one out of all of us to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's on the TV. We're, we're, in, we're in a car with his face plastered on the side. I didn't fucking think about Stefan. Shit. Mm. Marcus. It's not it's my Marcus. fault. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to be here. <laughs> the tongue is out. I rolled a six. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm biased. sneak through this. 
those of you who rolled over a 12 are not sure that this guard is convinced, but the badges have let you past. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So he was looking like... I wonder like, hey. yeah. Shifty. How many Shifty. people were there? How many people were at the gate? Uh, it's like one person in the guard tower and then one person that like comes up to the cars and they're on like a little thing that floats up because the tier, the cars are fly. fly they fly. Because it's the future. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> and that still hasn't happened yet. So. Are these bad people or are they just civilians doing a job? <laughs> these are... Vibe check. <laughs> define bad people. As in, do they work for... They don't work for Carnix. They're just... They would work for... They would be... I guess they just regular Joe security guards. They would work for the city, but they're just people. Just normal men. They're just normal just men. They're just innocent, innocent, innocent men. men. Uh, but, I mean, they would be like... I don't, you, don't, I don't, you don't say federally employed here, no? Do you? Well, yeah. Like a civil yeah. They would be like... Civil they would be federally employed. They're, like, they're government employees. Puppets. But they're just... They're just normal men. All people oh, that just just normal men. Just normal, <laughs> just normal men. Okay, I put my gun back in my trousers. <laughs> we drive away. Already. I put the pedal to the metal and yeah. go a bit quicker. <laughs> yeah, sweet. So as you're going through, this doesn't require a perception check at all because there are so many. You are looking out your window and you see um, white, like, droids small, maybe the size of a briefcase, hundreds, thousands, millions, billions, <laughs> gazillions, gazillions, flying around and stopping at buildings oh, that's not and moving away to other buildings. And you see them moving from place to place to place. Do I know what these things might be? Lore check? Anyone can make a lore check. I will also allow you to make perception checks if you want to try to see anything specific about them. 13 on lore. 19 on lore. 12 fees. 7 on lore. Um, uh, Can we see the hospital? Uh, you can see the, tow- the, the towering hospital in the, in the uh, side. Um, you see the glass goes all the way up. It is sort of a multi-leveled, uh, it's sort of like squarish, and then there's a smaller, thinner section, and then a big square section, and then it's a little thinner section. Let me drop an insight 18 to see if they are acting exactly the same around the hostel as they are other buildings. And I think uh, I'll probably be able to then discern whether they are doing security checks on most buildings or looking for something. Interesting. With an 18 insight check, um, there is not enough of to them, like the structure of them, there is not enough to them to be that intelligent it seems as though that if they are droids they would be droids that serve a single function um there is a lot of them doing the same things to the same to big buildings and then they sort of will parts of them will go away and then move back um you see them going to each like level of what you would know to be like residential buildings um and checking in on the windows or whatever some like they go inside buildings Oh, God. I, how close are they to the car? They're just sort of flying past. They're just flying past. Could. Just bear with me. As we're maybe driving around, if these look like kind of, I don't know, kind of picking up on a lot of them and what they're doing, it's like, could we get one? I might be able to help with you that. Want to wrestle one? Turn it off? And then we just like open the sunroof Fair and enough. I'll catch it. 
Ellen's going to wrestle it. Well, she's... Orin's going to wrestle it. <laughs> no, Ellen is going to come through the universe. <laughs> Huge hands. Grab one. Grab with me. Oh, wait, no. Just don't quite trust. Yeah, 100%. These There's things. I got a 13 on the lore check. About. And I got 19. And you got a 19 on lore check. I will tell you with a 19 on lore check, there was a sign that you saw that was all white. Um, it was alabaster energy. And that there was a countdown. Uh, they work for the man. Um, I don't know that you would see these with a lore check of 19 I think that you looking at them as a droid and as like a, a, a household droid you would know that these are essentially repair kits that have a single function as if they are in to either fix something, refurbish something renew something um, yeah uh, update okay. something mm. These droids appear to be household droids used usually to repair or fix or update something specifically. If we could get hold of one to know what exactly it is doing, that would be very helpful. Yeah, I, I can... <laughs> I had a 12 on perception. You did what? 12 on perception. As they're as they're flying past, they're not like coming near the car. Like they're not like not coming near the car, but they're not like coming up to the car or anything. Mm. Like there's not. It's not like that. You are drawing zero attention from them. Like they are just on a a a mission. With a twelve on a perception, you can see that there's a logo on the top of them. Capitalism, baby. (laughs) What's the logo? Without the you just see that there's a logo on the top of it. Um. Yeah. If you want one of those, I can try and yes, please get it. Yeah, grab it. Cool. So, Orin is gonna use wire toe to try and You've got wire toes. It's in the boot. We didn't have time for this. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, just a long length of wire to try, kind of like a lasso. Ooh, try and lasso. A lasso yeah. from your toes. No, it doesn't come from. I like your how toe. the cowboy's not doing this. I can't believe that this lasso comes from your toes canonically. Yeah. Um, great. <laughs> I would like you to. Do you make an attack roll? Great. Make an attack roll. There's like a little toenail. That's a 19. Thanks for coming. Uh, so you hit the thing, so then you can reel it in. Hit, the target takes 2d10 kinetic damage, and you can pull it up to 25 feet closer to you. Jesus Christ. Cool. Roll the d- d- 2d10 That's gonna kinetic. That's going to fucking explode, yeah. man. <laughs> we ain't going to know what it wanted. Kablam. Kablam. Hold on. Kablam. Let's see you later. Let's see you Last Bussinia. What milk do you want? Let's uh, 2d10, 8 and 5 <laughs> is 12. 12? 12. Great. Uh, you lasso it. It hits. It does damage. And the thing just... And it starts to plummet. Uh. But now it's connected to the rope. So you're oh, just oh, oh, oh. hanging onto a rope that is now hanging from the car. Pull it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. I, I guess I do... That I right. offer aid. Might not be needed, but not, I offer aid. It's not like excessively no. needy. Okay. I um, still chivalrously offer aid. Thank like you, it's Sylvester. it's not like the lightest thing you've ever lifted, but like it is manageable by a human being. I'm strong. You pull it in, and it is um, like a small box. It's got a little hatch on the top. It's got um, like a little propeller type uh, gadget that would keep it afloat. Um, like it moves, um, and there's a logo on the top, and it is the Carnix logo. Um, 
Should we have a look? I mean, Imogen, you're yes. driving. You shouldn't have a look uh, at this. No, thing. I can't Please really look. You while have driving. about five to five-ish minutes until you get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Can I have a quick like yeah. initial investigate to see it's not going to do anything? Yeah, cool. Make an investigation check. It's got to be some sort of autopilot. No, no offense, Imogen. Thirteen. Damn it, I'm rolling shit again. Thirteen. It Just for se- like danger. It, it seems pretty dead. Cool, it's dead. We can wait. We're about five minutes out. Yeah, from the hospital. I shall take a look when we get to our destination. Great. Destination. Um, anything else anybody wants to do? Negative. You approach this towering building, and the way that it's structured, it's um, it's like a T shape, and then there's a T shape on top of it, and then a T shape on top of it. Taus, 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 taus. Um, it's. It essentially functions as, like, many landing pads for cars for various emergency room sections. Uh, This is a functional hospital. Um, You are flying at a higher level, but if you were at a lower level, you would see that uh, there's a brick building uh, with arches at the bottom of it, and in gold it would say London Royal Hospital, and this has been built atop (laughs) it. There's a lot of lights on at the, like, halfway down to the bottom, there are cars that are coming in and out, as any major city would have lots of people coming in and out of the hospital at a given time. Mm-hmm. You see sirens of ambulance-type vehicles at the varying levels of height. It gets more sparse as it gets higher up. These may be offices, perhaps. And then up at the top, there is a bunch of lights on. We didn't get told where to land, did we? Nope. We're not landing, we're driving, dude. Or, well, to park. Well, so should, should we, like, fake an emergency? Well, I don't think we want to go where the people are, right? Probably where there are at least folk, right? And can yeah. I make an insight check as to where might be the best place to Yeah, land? make an insight check. I have a feeling well, it's the one with the lights right at the top. Yeah, it's the classic fucking games house again. 22. Great, yeah. Em, um, you have a face. No, no. We're still driving. I... I'm concentrating on the road. Someone just pulled out. Someone just pulled out front. <laughs> 22. I mean, no, you probably wouldn't want to go in where there are people. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Um, with the 22, yeah. So you would you would imagine you do a whole like medical drama. <laughs> <laughs> just waste time. Um, <laughs> finale. CCs. <laughs> I can disguise myself as a nurse. Yes. Easy. Um, you you know that the middle bits are yeah like they're most likely offices. You know that there's a school that functions out of here. Um, other you have may have met some uh, alumnus of the school here. It's the biggest hospital in the this part of the. Oh yeah, we looked city. up past past students yeah. and past people that worked here. Correct. Yeah, they keep them all on the website. Yeah. Helped us grow in sepia because they've left. Yeah, exactly. You know that you very likely, if you landed up near the top, you might be able to either take a lift in from one of the higher buildings. Um, the windows are all glass. You may be able to land on the top of the building. Um, with an insight check of 22, yeah, I mean, there's like a bunch of stuff happening and then not a lot of stuff happening and then a bunch of lights on at the very top. So I think we go for the middle. Yeah, I'm like pushed through like from the back into the front and pointing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that way. Yes, Sylvester. Yeah. Uh, Jack, thoughts? Yeah, why are we saying we're landing? Are we in a car? Or are we, in we, a fly in the car. we fly in the car. right? Yeah, but can they just do what we're they want? We're 20 episodes in. The I don't, I don't cars know fly. We are, well, we're outside, but we're inside a car. <laughs> it seems it seems <laughs> rogue that you can just do what you want with a car. 
Like, I know they're flying, but they're not flying. Basically, it's just society which dictates what you can do with a car. You technically you can do what you want with a car. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's do that. Then. I mean, it's like <laughs> let's just drive straight into the top floor. Then why not? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. There are rules of the road, but it is essentially that's what like I mean. Like, you're not going to pull up a window and be like, "Can we come in?" Yeah, it's no, going to be the weirdest well, thing in the world. I mean, you can do that. No, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's I what know. I needed. In we go. <laughs> so really, it's to draw attention. I know it can fly, right. but correct. Yeah, you can't just pull up to it. Yeah. So as it like it, it's imagine just like one tower that goes straight up, and it has like T sections, various places that are seemingly for like car parks off of a building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I'm going to park in the middle one. Close as. Great. Parking up. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Fiedel, what is it, a Swedish car? Clover, <laughs> what do you want to say through Swedish? What is it? Oh, that's the horn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> High on a hill is a young little goat. Christ. <laughs> so you land God. on this <gasps> landing pad, and you... There is uh, an entrance door that goes into the building. You see, you have the, the entranceway. It says Serenity Hospital. You see the doors that would go inside the building. There's like the few little lights on that you would see at sort of like a nighttime desk of a hospital. There's like the one light over a reception area, possibly. There's not like lots of commotion going on in these parts of the halls. Um, I'll give you that. Uh, before we do anything, I'm going to have a look at that droid. Yeah, go for it. Make an investigation so, check. I'm Unless you want to do something. Excuse me. How many flights up is was the uh, the not the top? It was the lights that you were describing on the top. The very the like the top section of it where it sort of juts out at the top. It would probably be about ten floors up. I'm going to do a technology check. Okay, make a tech check. Tech check. Tech, tech check. check. Oh, well, it explodes. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> I said tech because I have a plus six to it, but I got a nat one, so it's a seven. Um, it's a droid? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's got hands. Bits. You don't know what it does. You open it up. Mm-hmm. You open it up, and it is. there are slots in it to remove or to add to um, pieces of machinery or um, little... Like, it's... I'm trying to describe it at a sevens level. Um... You can plug something into a thing or you can take something out of a thing and it has little storage slots and you can sort of adjust based on what is needed for each device. And it's sort of a little device. It's it's basically a robot that can unplug something from a device and plug a thing into a device. And I'm saying device, but it could easily be a machine or a system or something. Carnex is up to something. Nice. This can plug in and out of something. That's all she wrote. Because <laughs> I, I kick it off the side. If we're the yeah. Um, we're done with it. In terms of feet. Yeah. How high? This is probably a 10 foot room, right? I would yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. So 10, so 100 feet. 100 feet. That's quite high. Don't, don't we'll jump. <laughs> we've landed and we're out of the car, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have the door in front of you? Yeah. yeah. We kind of got no, a I was thinking. Right? I, was up, I was going up. So up further, I just was thinking if I could go up and just outside. have some good stuff to do that and then just have a little look in the windows. You're staying by the car? I'm going to uh, just, like, take my poncho off Orin, riffle it, and it becomes, like, doctor's riffle. robes. Riffle it. Riffle, yeah. nice. riffle that poncho. Kind of just, like... Um, 
and just a little more kind of proper, like the classic kind of suit with that that watch, which hang the clock that hangs yeah. down that they can just like lift up just to have a look. Yeah, a little nurse. Just to go like watch. full nursey doctor vibes. Doesn't really. It's kind of a bit of both. He kind of just sees medical for professional as one idea in his head. And Imogen um, kind of shifts and ripples, uh, looking at Sylvester and taking the lead from Sylvester into like a nurse droid, which I am nice. assuming exists. Yeah, sure. That is a big assumption, but I 100%. assume there's some sort of like caretaking. Um, th- it's like a full, like it's a nurse's outfit and it has like pink hair and a little cap on the top. It's Nurse Joy from Pokemon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. And I am now she. Yeah. I am she. Um, I'm going up. Fuck it. Let's work okay. it out. How do um, Technically, it's 100 feet up, you're saying, roughly. Yeah. So about. I have 30 feet, um, and it increases by 10, so 40. Great. And um, I have pretty good climbing, so I'm going to try and get up there and look in the window, and I'm just going to fall straight down again, because I have no damage on fall. I'm going to cast Art of Movement. Okay. What is ar- that? What Art of Movement Basically, gives you extra 10 gyms. feet? Because <laughs> I will say, it's like a glass building. Yeah, like, there are places where you Tom can Chris get Bird's to... Is Ollie trying to get me into climbing by doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't chalk- know his grip, man. You don't know his grip. you got to chalk your hands first. Um, Easy. With Art <laughs> of Movement, <laughs> I will tell you this. It is a 20 DC. It's unaffected by difficult terrain. With the with what you have cast, <laughs> I will get... Vertical glass building. I think that's... It's not glass, there's <laughs> bits, surely. Yeah. I mean, there's places where the windows go in, like and like it shoots out. So it's a 20 DC to get up there. You have advantage from this being cast. Do it. Yeah, I can move up and down across vertical surfaces. Oh, then yes. If you're on a vertical <laughs> surface when you end your turn. Oh, so they're talking about turns is the thing. This is what I'm Yeah, but that's every six seconds. So it'll take you 12 and change seconds. Four, eight, take me two. Yeah. And then would you want me to roll in between that for something to hold on? No, if you can move up vertical surfaces, you don't have to roll for anything. Great, I'll do that. <laughs> so you scale up. <laughs> Whilst we're changing, like, right, we've got this, and Jason yeah. just oh. runs up the wall. <laughs> I basically, I'm not going to go in there, but I want to look through the windows just to see what's going on. 100%. You scale Mission Impossible style, Tom Cruise, all the way up, free. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you describe it like this. Toby Roberts, famous climbers, come on, please. <laughs> you spit on your hands on and. <laughs> There's a guy at the bottom going, yeah, brah, that's, like, really good, man. Intolerable. Uh, <laughs> you get up to the top, and it is a repurposed uh, sort of old-timey-looking uh, surgery, medical surgery theater, um, where it's got the seats around the side. Um, it's, it's like a place for presentations. Oh. Um, Arena. Like an arena. <laughs> uh, it's like a place for presentations. There, there are a bunch of desks and workspaces in the center area. Uh, there is a machine that points, uh, that is uh, tall. It is metal and cylindrical. Uh, it shoots up towards the roof of the building. Uh, and you can see now that you're up here that it would sort of come out to the top of it. You are not tall enough to see over the building, but you are like where you're sta- where you can stand to see in the window. You would imagine it shoots out of the building. Uh, and you see a behemoth of a figure boss in the glass. arena uh, <laughs> it's just your reflection just flexing. <laughs> yeah no actually oh shit I forgot it's one way glass so you just see yourself <laughs> and then all of a sudden the hand comes through <laughs> pulls you inside while the coyote side's like help <laughs> um, you see this figure you see uh, a few in Hospital Johnny's. Hey. Hey. 
you Rolling see condoms in here. patchwork people Ooh. moving about as assistants. Um, mm-hmm. Looking like her, Orin? Looking like you, can't you would have seen that. in room number four. Yummy. Looking at them now, you can see that they have two, they have like uh, metal discs on the side of their temples. Frankenstein? 100%. Um, You can see that there is a woman with reddish hair sitting up in the back of the room, it seems. Wearing glasses looks a little bit nerdy. That's what you see. Make a stealth check for me. Yep. (laughs) Nat. It's not too bad. It's a 16. I rolled a 15. Plus 6. Well, it's a good job, because I dropped before you asked me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there it is. There it is. That's the way. Um, As you get up to the window, something clicks on your foot, and it just hits the glass a little bit. And it's it's windy up here. It's, it's there's no way that anybody inside heard. And you just see the shoulder of the figure turn and look through the glass at you. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end this episode. No! Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Oh no! I wasn't even expecting that. I know. Turn my climbing really skills against now? me. Yeah. Oh. That was Holy hell! Thank you all so much for listening. Dr. Smiley is in her lair at the top of this building. Oh, Who I knows what will come? That, that implies lair, lair action. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to game the game. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Tune in in two weeks for our final episode of yeah. Season 1 of United oh City 2173. Check us out on Instagram at Merely Players TTRPG. Also TikTok on, hey. at, at Merely Players TTRPG. And if you are interested in hearing these players debrief about how they feel where I've left them in this episode, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash merely players. Your support, we are so eternally grateful for. The people who have been with us since the beginning and will hear the behind the boards first are Jacob Cote, Patrick Khan, Jerry Lopez, Amir Shah, and Teresa Dolan. You beauties. And we love you so much. You booties. 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 All the various goodbyes. All the various goodbyes.